Hi, everybody. My name is Landon Arenas. Thanks for listening to episode 150 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Father, thank you for this opportunity to um, do this podcast once again, and uh, we are grateful to you for all that you do, and we know Father, that you are in charge and in control of what's happening in the world as we talk about world events. And we do so mindful of your providence and your sovereignty. And that uh, everything that's happening is according to your purpose and your plan. And it all serves to a better end. Romans 8.28 tells us this for those who are believers that all things work toward good and all things include evil. Just as Joseph said that his brothers meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And so even though we see a lot of evil occurring in our world at this point in time, we know that you mean it for good and we lean and trust upon you. So thank you for the opportunity to talk about these things, Father. You've given us another day and another week. I pray that you would bless our listeners and help them to grow in your truth and your grace as well. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen, brother. Hmm. Brain, how are you, bro? Doing well. You uh, took care of me on something there, brother. You want to care to tell the folks what you did? I don't know, man. You're sounding like really clear. I, 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 I don't know. I had a, making I had a, making you sound a little bit better, I guess. Well, I, I had voice surgery, and that uh, yeah, that's yeah. what. Oh, uh, okay. Is that what it was? Voice surgery. Yeah, my wife got tired of my other voice, so she did surgery. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, I went ahead and gave him an early Christmas present. Yes, he we did. Hook we him up nice. with uh, a nice uh, microphone for his uh, videos and podcasting. So, you know, you got some sort of a rival this past weekend, right? <laughs> yes, I did. And I think the executive producer of this program is trying to tell me something. <laughs> you know, those executive producers, man, they got nothing better to do. <laughs> always, always looking at the technical things always looking at the making sound better and perfecting I'm telling you, why, why is that guy sound like he's in a tunnel <laughs> <laughs> and he brought me out of the tunnel by buying me a brand new fancy dancing like a really fancy microphone folks I mean I feel like I should uh, be on radio with this thing maybe I should it's maybe so I should f- it Gold, it's, so, it's so fancy. I'm serious, bro. I was gonna say it's so fancy that uh, you look really professional now. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. I think I'm thinking about painting it gold. You know what? That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, I could. I could have the gold. I could have the golden microphone now. Yeah, I'm why mean, not? Rush is dwelling the other uh, dimension at this point, and uh, you know, the golden microphone's wide open for the taking now. I'm just saying, man. That's it. You said it. Wide open for the taking. That's it. <laughs> Good stuff, bro. Now we we hope and pray that you know our sound gets better and better every time we uh, we do our podcast. And uh, you know, being you know apart from one end of the country to the other, you know, we got to figure things out, right? We got to catch up with all these other podcasts that uh, you know yeah. are up and coming. I mean, they're up and going. Actually, they got so technical and everything, you know. So eventually. Yeah. You know, we'll uh, we'll get there little by little to where we can have. I don't know. We're even thinking video in the future, right, brother? Yeah, that would be nice. That'd be nice. Maybe make a, yeah. a video maybe, every once in a while. Maybe eventually call in. That would be cool. Yes, we can definitely arrange that. Uh, call in. So. Yeah. So anyway, so thank you, brother. Oh, you're very welcome, brother. It was a wonderful, wonderful gift. I appreciate it. So anyway, I guess I better talk about some things, huh? I, you know what? I heard you got some things to talk about. So, you know, with that there's said. Not, there's not really a whole lot happening in the world right now. I mean, everything's just kind of hunky-dory. We're just kind of living in paradise. So, I mean, there's really not much to say other than uh, it feels like we're living in an episode of um, those guys, that the, the, the British guys, at Monty Python. We're in a Monty, it feels like we're in a Monty Python episode right now. Or is it um, The Outer Limits? Or is it, it could, Twilight Zone? I mean, it could be all three. Of them. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. With, I mean, uh, here's the thing. Remember, I'm a little wacky, folks. So I think differently than most people. <laughs> And, uh, a little. <laughs> the bread, the beef is beef is over here. He's dying on the other side over there. But oh, um, a little. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I really think we're living in a world of mass psychosis right now. Mm. I really do. Uh, I, I I think uh, the, the news media. I don't know who's behind all this. I mean, I know the globalists are. But as, yeah. far as, as far as specific names of who, I, I don't know all that. But it just seems like people are being hypnotized with this COVID paranoia that's going around. Mm. Um, I watched a report the other day. Actually, I wish I could bring that up. Uh, of um, a doctor on CNN. Okay. And, uh, oh, my goodness, it was, it was crazy what he was saying uh, about Christmas that, you know, the host was asking him, you know, should we get together with our family at Christmas because of, you know, the Omicron variant, you know? Yeah. The, right. Right. The boogie monster vi virus, right. The boogeyman virus. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> going to reach out and kill all of us. Right. And he says, well, I think we need to be careful how we hang our stockings. That's how he started. Mm. I go, I'm thinking, what in the world does that mean? <laughs> what is that? But he went on saying, you know, even if you're vaxxed, you need to mask up and you should be tested on Christmas morning before you go see your family. 
And I mean, it was absolutely asinine. Yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, I'll bet you Pfizer uh-huh. advertises on that show. And if he said anything other than that, uh-huh. yeah, he'd be fired. They, they wouldn't have it back on the show. Mm-hmm. They'd probably try to go after his license, you know, take away his license to practice medicine. I mean, right. that's the world we're living in now, folks. Doctors are being threatened to have their licenses taken away yeah. because they're out there trying to tell the truth. And you can't get to them because they're being censored so heavily. Mm. You got to know where to go to find them. You actually have to have the mindset to look for them. And most people don't. They're sitting behind their TV sets when they come home in the evening after a long day of hard work watching the propaganda media. And the mass COVID psychosis continues. And I, I had somebody behind me the other day, brother. We see, we see this in California. I mean, I was, I was every time I get in the car in uh, East County, San Diego, to uh, head somewhere, and I see somebody with a single mask, with a mask on their face, and there's nobody else in the vehicle. It's just them driving. <laughs> we see those kind of. I would start going. I'd go off. I'd start going ballistic, and my poor wife, she'd say, "You need to really work on your anger issues." <laughs> 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 I'd be like, "Why is that guy wearing a mask? There's not even anybody else in the car with him." You know? Yeah, and right. This is the psychosis. This is the COVID psychosis that's happening to the nation. Well, I got, I went somewhere today Uh in this little town of Locust, North Carolina, little town folks. When you check the census, it says there are 2,900 people that live here. I think it's probably a little more than that now, Mm. but it's not a very big town. If you blink, you'd miss it. Okay. If you drove through it. So don't blink. But (laughs) (laughs) somebody was in behind me, single person in a car. With a mask on. And I'm going, yeah, this plate does say North Carolina. It doesn't say California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's out here, too. It's all over the country. There is a percentage of people that have bought in to all of the propaganda, all of the lies that the news media is putting out about COVID. And they don't know where to go to find the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. And it, it, that was, I got that reminder this week because I thought, you know, oh, come on, people know more than what, you know, they don't believe the media. Really? I mean, they really don't believe them. I mean, people know more than we think. Actually, brother, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they really don't know this stuff that we put out on this podcast. And um, so we'll begin with the Health Impact News. How's that? And just Let's do it. So Pfizer who, by the way, is trying to beat out all the competition. But if you hear things about, well, Johnson Johnson has issues here, and, you know, um, who's the other? Moderna has issues there. That's Pfizer going after the competition and trying to beat out the competition. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that's what's happening. Because Pfizer, man, they are, they're the snake. They are the snake. Yeah, Pfizer's pretty bad. Yep. So anyway, <clears throat> get back here and stay right there for just a moment there iPad. Pfizer starts injecting third dose of experimental COVID shot into infants and children as Omicron pushes sales to $50 billion. Mm. 
That's just over. Wow, that's a lot of money. They've never even isolated the virus. If you go into court and you and you tell the health department that's in court, you know, got their prosecutors in court, um, could you present the virus to the court? Yeah, you know, just you know, get it under microscope that you've isolated the virus, blow it mm-hmm. up, bring mm-hmm. it in the court, you know, blow a big picture up of it, bring it in court and show us the virus. Yeah. You know what they'll tell you? Um, we can't do that. <laughs> of course Why not. not? Well, why not? Um, nobody's isolated the virus yet. Mm. Folks, it's not a virus. It's a bioweapon out of Wuhan, China, engineered by a Chinese lab. And the gain of function that they keep talking about in the hearings, if you pay attention to the hearings, mm-hmm. and they're, they're hammering Fauci about the gain of function, that's the connection between him and Wuhan. Let me say it again. The, the, the lab in China. <laughs> Wuhan lab, yeah. Thank you, Wuhan. Uh, I might, I woo, woo, woo. <laughs> anyway, um, that's the NIH, the National Institute of Health, helped fund that research. And it's already been proven that that's what they're doing. Now, mm. Pfizer is cleaning up on this deal. They're making money. Yeah. Pfizer BioNTech announced Friday that they will expand ongoing clinical trials. Clinical trials, ladies and gentlemen. Can, can you stick that in your brain? Clinical trials. They are not approved vaccines. They're not even vaccines. They're mRNA, which are not vaccines. I don't care yeah. what how they want to change the dictionary, get an, get an older dictionary and look up vaccine and get the real definition. They've changed it because they're covering things up, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they're, they're trying to inject these two-year-olds. These kids, look, kids were not affected by COVID. Right. There's not been one. Are you still there, brother? Yeah, I'm still here, brother. Okay. Uh, I lost your picture, but I got your sound. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, mine froze picture, a little bit. It froze. Yeah, there you go. All right. But I can still hear uh, anyway. you. Okay, good. Perfect. So anyway, they're, they're, now they're injecting these children. And these shots have already been dropping athletes all over the place. Over 300 uh, athletes have died since the beginning of the shots. When they started, to, since the mandates came out and they've been mandating these guys take the shots. And this is, we're talking within six months. Mm. Over 300 athletes have died from this shot. Jeez. And they try to cover it up. And so, so why does the Omicron virus, if they haven't isolated the virus, then how do they know there's an Omicron? Folks, they don't. It's a cover up. They're covering up the fact that these shots are killing people and these shots are maiming people over brother, uh, Mm. the inventor of MRNA, Uh the doctor that invented it came out just this week and said, there's a million over a million vaccine injuries in the United States alone. Jeez. From these shots. 
specifically from the COVID-19 shot. A million. Jeez. And that's why these people are showing up on TikTok and they're going ballistic saying, hey, I didn't believe this stuff either, but it happened to me. Yeah. And now I believe it. And I'm warning you, don't get the shot. Yeah. No, it's amazing, brother. And I was looking at the same thing, Health Impact News, and where the CDC admits that COVID-19 shots cause heart heart disease, but they won't stop the injections. Myocarditis and pericarditis. You got it. That's what it's doing. And it's on young people, too. 30 and younger. 18-year-olds. High school Uh, kids playing football, dropping in, in the field. Did you see the one of the ref? Uh, there was a uh, ref at a professional basketball. It was either uh-huh. college or professional basketball. He's out there refing, and all of a sudden, he just takes a nosedive. Yeah. out oh, cold. Man. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, just drop them. We're talking massive coronaries occurring. Yeah. And, and, the, and look, folks, they're going to try to tell you it's normal that young athletes would have heart attacks. They're lying through their teeth. Stop believing they're gaslighting. It's not normal. They interviewed, a, there was one soccer player they interviewed. He was retired from the game. And he said the whole time he played soccer, he never had one athlete drop in the field. Mm. In the last six months or so, there's been over 300. Jeez. And it's due to these shots. So stop listening to these campaigns that they're pushing. It's safe and effective. It's neither safe nor is it effective. First of all, they can't can't even isolate COVID. So Mm. how's it going to be effective against something they don't even understand? You know? That's great. And 99.9% survival rate before all this happened. Now Israel is telling its population. I'm just going off the top of my head. News I've done. On yeah. my on my channel, the videos I've been doing over the last week, couple of weeks, Israel is now telling their population, "Okay, you've had the the two shots, right? AstraZeneca, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, and then you had a booster, and then we pushed more boosters, and now guess what? You are dependent upon boosters the rest of your life to stay alive." <laughs> They just destroyed their natural uh, immune system. Immune system, yep. That's gone. Yeah. So they have to take those boosters to stay alive. Well, what's happening to them? They're, it's changing their makeup. It does affect DNA. I know people keep saying, oh, it doesn't affect DNA. Well, yeah, okay. If you listen to CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News and the others, if you listen to the scientists mm. and the doctors and the researchers, they're coming out of the woodwork and saying, uh, yeah, it's a problem. It's affecting at the genetic level who the person is. Um, that, then you start, the light bulb comes on. Yeah. yeah. And you start coming out of the trance, you know, and it's really literally a trance that people are in. So we have to, so what do we do at our level? Well, I know somebody's going to bring up Romans 13 because people don't understand Romans 13. You resist. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. 
You say, no, not me and my family. You're not going to shoot my children up with that poison. Civil disobedience. Because I'll tell you right now, these people that are doing the pushing these mandates, they don't have the authority to do what they're doing. Mm. They do not have the authority to do what they're doing. Um, I mentioned uh, before the video started, brother, a couple of codes, U.S. codes. Right. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to lose sight of you for just a moment. I got to bring this up on the screen. That's no, okay. So 18 U.S. code. That's 242. I want 241 to begin with. So 241 first and 242. And this is what they say. And by the way, everybody who's put, who's mandating these shots, every health department in doggone country, and everybody who's giving the shots without full disclosure, they're guilty of these two codes under color of authority if they are a public figure, like a nurse, a doctor, a paramedic, a police officer, those are public figures that can be under color of authority. 18 U.S. Code 241, conspiracy against rights. If two or more persons conspire to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district, in the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution, or laws of the United States, or because of his having so exercised the same, or if two or more persons go in disguise on the highway or on the premises of another with intent to prevent or hinder his free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege so secured, they shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. And if death results from the acts committed in violation of this section, like dying from the shot after you got it, or if such acts include kidnapping, like you can't leave the hospital or your your family can't come get you out of the hospital, we're holding you here like you're in jail. How many people has that been happening to? That's medical kidnapping, folks or an attempt to kidnap, aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to kill. Well, to me, giving those shots without full disclosure, and if you know that they're harming people, that's an attempt to kill. They shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for any term of years, or for life, or both, or may be sentenced to death. That's 241. We'll bring up 242. Okay. Uh, that's not 242. What did I click on? Let me find it. Oh, everything's trying to pop up on my screen now. Let me bring that down. Here's 242. 18 U.S. Code 242, deprivation of rights under color of law. Now, this is one that police officers are very, very familiar with and, and try not to, to, to uh, get this one enacted against them. Whoever, under color of any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom, willfully subjects any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district to the deprivation of any rights, privileges or immunities secured or protected by the Constitution or the laws of the United States. Like, for example, brother, mm. 
be, the ability to walk into a grocery store and buy groceries for your family, even if you're not wearing a mask, even if you're not poked with the pokey poke, okay? Yeah. And to continue, or to different punishments, pains, or penalties on account of such person being an alien, not from outer space, but like crossing the border illegally, or by reason of his color or race, then are prescribed for the punishment of citizens, shall be fined under this title, or imprisoned not more than one year, or both, and if bodily injury results from the acts committed in violation of this section, by giving the shot without full disclosure and people dying from it, as an example, or if such acts include the use, attempted use, or threatened use of a dangerous weapon, well, if the shots are killing people, then you could consider them to be a dangerous weapon. Explosives or fire shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. And if death results from the acts committed in violation of this section, or if such acts include kidnapping, like medical kidnapping I mentioned earlier, or an attempt to kidnap, aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to kill, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for any term of years or for life or both, or may be sentenced to death. Tribunals mm-hmm. will do that. Mm-hmm. So these school boards, county supervisors, governors, um, health departments, they're all guilty of this. They are all guilty. They have all broken U.S. Code, uh, 18 U.S. Code of 241 and 242. Yeah. They've also broken the Nuremberg Code. And, brother, uh, I reported this week that a case has already gone to The Hague, the international court, mm. charging certain individuals with, those, with, with crimes against humanity under the Nuremberg Code. And guess who was listed in that list of names? Dr. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fauci. I was going to say probably the doc. (laughs) Yeah. And these are doctors. These are doctors bringing Mm -hmm. charges. I'm talking about medical doctors that are very well informed. So, I mean, some of the smartest doctors out there have pulled away, have said, no, I'm not participating in this. And no, don't go get, don't get this shot because it's, it's dangerous. I mean, we've got all the, VARES, VARES has the, the numbers and the European numbers are through the roof right now. Folks, are, pass the word. Don't, yeah. People are dying from this. They don't, don't worry about if they think you're nuts. They probably think we're nuts already anyway, so it don't matter. We're past that. <laughs> but it's crazy. Um, oh, UK government caught lying. 23.5 million people in England have not had a single dose of a COVID vaccine. So mm. they're resisting in England, yeah. but they're telling, they're, but the mainstream media propaganda machine is saying otherwise, right? 
Yeah, right. They're lying. They're if you know you, you know I can tell the mainstream media uh, host is lying, or you know the person reading the news. How's that? Their lips are moving. CDC admits COVID-19 shots causing heart disease, but won't stop the injections. Does Pfizer now now control the CDC and FDA? It's another Mm. article out of the Health Impact News. Go to the folks, go to Health Impact News and start reading the articles. And these are doctors, these are medical medical professionals that are putting this information out. They have to have a platform. They can't use YouTube, they'll get kicked off. So here's a platform for them. Now, 32,649 deaths, 3,3296 injuries following COVID shots in European database of adverse reactions as young, previously healthy people continue to suffer. I mean, this, this stuff is coming out so fast and furious. It's like trying to drink a, a, a what a, a fire hose, you know, it's hitting you yeah, like right. a fire hose. So here's another one. Bring this up. Come on. 310 athlete cardiac arrest, serious issues, 177 dead after COVID shot. Mm. So, I mean, it, it just, here's the list of symptoms, cardiac arrest, blood clots and thrombosis. Stroke, irregular heartbeat, arrhythmia, arrhythmia, my tongue doesn't work that way, arrhythmia, <laughs> neuropathy, and you want the last one is, brother? Death. Oof. I mean, it's crazy. But they won't allow this on YouTube. You got to go to BitChute, Rumble, someplace like that to find this stuff. You got to go to Health Impact News, you know? Um, oh, Yeah. So Stu Peters, Stu Peters, if you get his podcast, he goes through this stuff a lot. He he brings on doctors and experts and, you know, these folks that are very, very accomplished in their field, medical field and research. And they, they come on the Stu Peters show and they just rip it. Yeah, I mean, they, they rip Fauci up one side and down the other like a DI is ripping a, a, a Marine recruit. Um, I mean, it's it's bad. Fauci needs to be in prison. He's a criminal. He's a felon. I agree, brother. Yeah. Uh, So there's there's some other news. We'll get off that for just a moment. Um. So California schools had a little scare. Uh, Actually, schools across the country did. Um, California schools increased police presence after TikTok shooting threats. Um, now, it's midterms. In my experience, doing law enforcement in Southern California for 30 years, is that when they call in a threat, it's usually because they don't want to take a test. Mm-hmm. And usually that's what they do. And, and, but you have to take it serious. You still have to take it very serious. But, um, you know, they don't want to take a test that day, so they'll call in a bomb threat and get out of class. Right. You know, things like that. It's when they don't call it in and it just all of a sudden it just happens. That's the active shooter situation. Nobody knows it's going to happen. All of a sudden it just hits like that. Mm. That's that's how active shooters uh, occur. Well, anyway, 
Further in California, parents go ballistic on a school board. Uh, parents erupt at the California school board meeting over alleged coaching of students into LGBTQ, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, whatever else they work <laughs> on in the uh, club. All right. This is out of the Epoch Times. A mixed crowd of more than 150 people pack a school board meeting in Salinas, California, Salinas, California, on December 15th. As frustrated parents clash with supporters of two teachers accused of subverting of, sub, of subverting parents and recruiting middle school students into a gay-straight alliance club behind the parents' backs. One parent's mm-hmm. child was uh, coached into believing that she was transgender by the two teachers. A student wouldn't have had a, a second thought as to being what they know, what God made them until these teachers started planting these ideas into their heads. Yeah. And that's how it happens, folks. Well, the, the, <laughs> the parent had something to say. The mom, Mama Bear, came in there and started ripping the place up. Quote, I stand here today in front of all of you because I am outraged. Is this really barely coming to light? Are you guys serious? She said, how could you even allow this? How could you even have this meeting to question it? How dare you let these teachers come in and and act as if they have done nothing wrong? A Mm. mistake? How long of a mistake? (laughs) She had more. Let me come down here and find the rest quote. They didn't tell me that my child was suicidal, she said. You allowed these teachers to open their classrooms teaching predatorial information to a young child, a mindful child that doesn't even know how to comprehend it. How do you not know what's going on on your own campuses? Did you think that no parent would ever come forward? You will not quiet me today. I will stand here today and protect my child along with every other child who has not come forward yet. Do you have a psychiatry degree that I was unaware of? Because I didn't hire them. (laughs) (laughs) I did not hire them to sit there and nitpick my child's brain. You took away my ability to parent my child. And then she says, you plant seeds. Your job was to educate my child in math, science, English, etc. You do your job and let me do mine. Mm. Woo! Yeah. And of course, uh, this, the fire department showed up to put the fire out. Yeah, right. <laughs> the smoke was coming out of that building. Um, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I mean, and folks, well done to that mom. Yeah. And that's exactly what needs to happen. That, that's what needs to be done. And look, take the mask off and don't be afraid. Hug your loved ones during Christmas this year. Because that's really what it's about, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I know all the pagan. I I spent years studying all the pagan stuff when it comes to the Christian origin of Christmas origin and all that. Look, God owns every day on the doggone calendar. He can have this one, too. And the pagans can go pound sand. So here's the thing. Christ came into this world to bring light into the world. And that light was the light of men, right? Mm -hmm. He was the light that shone the light upon men. And the light was in the midst of the darkness. And the darkness is evil. 
and the light is perfect holiness and righteousness. And he died on that cross. He lived a perfect life. He had to live a perfect life because he had to offset what Adam did. Adam fell into, into sin. Mm-hmm. So Christ, the second Adam, came and lived a perfect life. That's a part of it, folks. And then he died on that cross for, for the sins of those who believe on him. And he was resurrected on the third day and ascended unto the Father. And he did so so that we could have life. But what are these school boards and what are these people doing? They are trying to attack that life. They're trying to kill it. They're trying to kill what God has done. God made them male and female. Genesis, right? They're trying to change that. What are they trying to do with these shots? They're trying to change God's design of humanity on the biological level. They're trying to play God. They have a transhumanist uh, agenda. They actually believe, brother, that they can transfer their consciousness into another body, even if it's a uh, mechanical one, Mm. and live forever. That they are, they will be the enlightened ones, the light beings. They're crazy. This is their nutty, crazy religion, their satanic, demonic religion that they worship. These billionaire globalists. Yeah. Klaus Schwab is the, probably the most visible one, but you can add Soros, Soros to that. You can add, you know, the Rothschilds. You can ask, add all those folks. That, look. They will not get away with this. God will not tolerate it, number one. And we're not going to tolerate it, number two. Mm-hmm. And this lady that went in and fought that fight, fight she did a great job. Yeah. And so what, what is this period, time of period about? Well, it could be a time of pagan worship, which it was for many, I mean, 2,000 years before Christ came along, December 25th was a pagan worship, right? Right. Uh, Solas Invictus, the mm-hmm. eternal baby, the baby that keeps coming back every year, right? Right. Um, and if you want to look all that up, folks, you can study it. But we're claiming the, t- the 25th for God. We're taking it back. Now, was Christ born on the 25th? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know what, what day he was born. We don't know. That's right. But bottom line is, this is an opportunity for us to highlight Jesus Christ to the world. And if you listen to the old style Christmas song, Silent Night, Oh Holy Night, songs like that, they exalt Jesus Christ or Yeshua Christ, however you want to say it. And that is what this season is about. But these transhumanist, globalist psychopaths are trying to destroy that. I'll let you jump in for a moment, brother. No, you're absolutely right, brother. Especially during this time, we are consumed by, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, capitalism. You know, we're consumed by, 
you know, the gifts. It's a time where, you know, and, and I think uh, Christians fall, not victim, but Christians fall for this, brother. They, they, they forget the reason for the season being to worship Jesus Christ because we're worshiping uh, and giving thanks and honoring uh you know, uh, his incarnation, you know, but we get in this trend where it's like people stress out over the gifts they need to buy, the food they need to prepare, the accommodations they need to make, which is, you know, it's great to some degree, but we need to kind of step back. Last week, what did we do? We were talking about balancing the temporal things and scripture. Guess what? We need to balance, you know, uh, Christmas as well. We get to stop and go, wait a minute. What's the real reason here? Yeah, that's correct. Right. And um, then after that, have the thought of, okay, now let's gather as a family, you know, and I, I take, I take more value over having our, our church gathering brother on the day of, you know, uh, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. uh, um, then, you know, going to my immediate family or my, uh, well, I should say my, my family, immediate family, meaning my kids and my wife, uh, going all together to church first. And have that fellowship with the brethren, right? Yes. And by the way, um, looking back on last year's celebration, mm-hmm. hindsight is better than foresight, right? Right. It was a mistake to shut everything down last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People are afraid to hug each other, to give each other love, you know. Uh, you know, godly love during this time of the year, six feet distance and wear your mask and all this kind of crap, the garbage. Um, That was a mistake last year. We shouldn't have ever done that. Right. We should have gone ahead and celebrated like normal because come to find out coronavirus was not what everybody thought it was. Right. It, 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 99.97 or something like that percent survival rate. Right. Until they stick a tube down your throat and give you remdesivir, and and then they kill you. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: we should never, ever allow that to happen again. And if our pastors say, "Oh yeah, we got to shut down," the congregation needs to rise up and say, "No, pastors, not this time. We're not doing that again." Look, um, everything that we thought this this pandemic was going to be turned out to be false. So are we ever going to trust the World Health Organization again? Are we ever going to trust the Federal Drug Administration again, the FDA? Are we ever going to trust the CDC again? They're all in the back pocket of the pharmaceutical companies that own their rears. Mm. Not literally, but they they got the goods on them. Oh, yeah. We know from past reports, you know, that this has been verified as well, that they swap positions. The people from the pharmaceutical companies go to work for the agencies, the CDC. Well, CDC is actually a private company. It's not an agency. But it's it's actually a wing of the, of the pharmaceutical companies, the CDC is. It's mm-hmm. not a government agency. People don't know that. Right. They send people to the FDA, they send some people to the CDC, they send people to the WHO, and then the WHO and the CDC and the FDA send people to work at their pharmaceutical companies. Mm. So they've got that connection going on. Right. They, they just pick up and call old Joe over at the FDA. Hey, well, we need an approval. Okay, we'll, we'll work on it. We got you. Hmm. 
It's all a scam, folks. The whole doggone thing is a scam. And they played you. And they played us. Well, didn't play us very long. <laughs> we were on this thing from the beginning. But they oh, yeah. played they played a whole lot of people, the world, mm-hmm. with this con, with this scam. This is no no different than the guy playing three-card money at the trolley station in San Diego, right? Taking <laughs> taking taking sailors and marines money, right? I mean, it's 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 a scam. $50 billion worth just on Omicron alone. Mm. All about the money. The love of money is the root of all evil. That's mm. all. I, I need to slow down because I get really angry with this subject matter because <laughs> it's really, really hurting people and affecting them. And these snakes pretending they care about you. Do you really think the government cares about you folks? I worked for the government the vast majority of my life. From the time I was 19 years old to the time I was 60, I worked for the government. I worked for the federal government in the military, and I worked for state government in law enforcement. And I'm telling you right now, they don't have your best interests at heart, period. <laughs> so they don't. Yep, they sure don't. <laughs> you got to take care of yourself. You work for the feds. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, I, I work for the feds and I can say I'm, I'm with you, brother. It's it's true. It's not yeah. it's not for the people that oh. <laughs> we got that that completely. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not it's not the message anymore. It's for the people. Uh, it's, exactly. it's a, yeah, <laughs> I'll put that to bed there. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's a it's a great reminder. And last, like you said, last year. Yeah. Yeah. The scare tactic. That was probably one of the most. Uh, like like you, brother. Talk about grinding my gears. The scare yeah. tactic. We were just at uh, at Ross, and, and my wife recently had told me, "Hey, by the way, this coming Wednesday, they're uh, implementing uh, a mass indoors, like again." And I'm like, "What? Omicron? Yeah, yeah." So- and Omicron is just to cover up. For what the vaccines are doing, what no, what the yeah. they're not vaccines, but the what the shots are doing. Yeah, the shots are harming people, and they're calling it Omicron. Omicron. That's right. all it is. Right. So we walked into a few stores, and I did. I saw new signs. Now, before signs would say, you know, uh, if you're vaccinated, you know, you you it's up to you if you want to wear a mask or not. Any unvax, obviously, you have to wear a mask. But the problem is, you know, they can't really ask you if you're vaccinated first of all. So. You know, uh, that's that. But anyways, I walked in and everybody started putting a mask on. I'm, like, I'm not putting my mask on. I'm walking in. If you tell me I need to leave and I said, I'm going to take my business somewhere else. You know, that's no. fine. And exactly. I walked in and nobody said a word. So here's what you do, brother. If they fuss at you about masks, just look at them and say, oh, no, I can't wear a mask. Masks are racist. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, the Ku Klux Klan wore masks. You don't want to be look like a Ku Klux Klan member, do you? Uh, that's true, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mask are racist. I, I guarantee you they will be so stumped. They won't. They will have no clue what to do. Yeah, It'll right. stop dead in their tracks. <laughs> It'd be that's very true. serious. No, no. Mask are racist. I can't have anything to do with wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. I can't wear but, that. I mean, it'll, it'll totally, it'll throw them off so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let me let me look at Romans 13 real quick. Let's do it. Um, and explain something to folks, because people are really confused about Romans 13. 
it begins this way. And this is King James. So, you know, if you don't like the old language, deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Every soul be subject to the higher powers. Okay, so far, so good. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Okay. So you say, see, see, we're going to obey them. Now, wait a minute. There's a condition clause. And the condition clause is coming up. Whosoever, therefore, resists the power, resists the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Well, see, if we don't obey the government, wear the mask and get the shots and do all that stuff, then uh, we're not obeying God. Wrong answer, Sherlock. Here's the condition (laughs) clause. Verse 3. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. So there's your condition clause. The condition clause to obeying them is that they, they have to be rulers that are a terror to evil, not to good works. In other words, they have to be promoting good works, not evil. Mm. So what happens if they're promoting evil rather than good works? Romans 13 does not apply. Say Say that one more time, bro. What if they are doing evil rather than good? Romans 13 does not apply. Mm, you don't obey evil. Remember, it says it's ordained of God, and they're doing God's work. Whether they're doing evil, they're not doing God's work. And to obey them when they're doing evil is to disobey God. Because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And God will hold them accountable. You obey God. Not a government that's telling you to do something that is evil. Mm. Well, if masks are harming people, and they are, they are. Long term, they're harming people. Okay? Masks are not healthy for you, and they don't stop viruses. Did anybody pass fifth grade science? (laughs) I mean, seriously. Come on, folks. Get out of the trance, and let's start thinking for a change. So, and the shots? Well, we've just read to you what the shots are doing to people. And you're going to give that stuff to your kids? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to risk your kids who are perfectly healthy with a God-given natural immune system that will fight off whatever this stuff is. It fights it off. Kids are not affected by it. And you're going to put something in their arm. Because the government tells you to, that's going to cause them to have heart condition before they're 15 years old. And it's going to shorten their lifespan. Now, is that good or is that evil? That's evil. You don't have to obey the government when they're promoting evil. That's Romans 13. So let's just clear that up right now. That sounds pretty clear to me. How many of you had your pastors telling you that? Uh, Not many. 
<laughs> yeah. Not many, brother. I mean, if, and if you look at evangelicalism, uh, I, I've seen more and more articles where there's pastors that are even going as far as saying there is no religious exemption to, you know, to the uh, vaccine. They go that far. So therefore, when they say Romans 13, it's like you need to obey the government when they're mandating vaccines. It's like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and the response is 18 U.S. Code 241, 18 U.S. Code 242, Governor. You want to go to prison for the rest of your life? Go ahead and make those mandates. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yep, it's, uh, it, it does cause a little bit of, uh, what do we call it? Uh, uh, when you get, uh, what does the Bible call? You get upset, but you don't sin. You get mad, but don't sin. Uh, um, righteous anger. Right, we get a, we we have anger because you know miscontextualizing scripture, taking it out of context and applying it for you know whatever the gain is for the individual that's trying to or not not even knowing, brother. Just I'm just going. That's what it says, you know, without explaining the context and, and giving you know the exactly the details that we need to be looking at when it comes to that authority. Yeah, it seems to be the celebrity worship. You know, the preacher celebrity worship. Well, oh, preacher, absolutely. you know, preacher so-and-so said it must be true. No, you, I guess uh, Bereanism has gone out of style. Hey, bro, I, you know, there's times when you mention Berean and people are like, huh? What's a Berean? Well, if you don't know what a Berean is, <laughs> start reading your Bible. You know what I do? do you know, when my wife gets home from work or when she's off, Every night we sit down and we read our Bible. Right now, we're in, we read a chapter out of Genesis, a chapter out of Isaiah, a chapter out of, we're in Luke, mm. a chapter out of Acts, a chapter out of First Corinthians, and that completes it. So it's basically one out of the Old Covenant books, one out of the poetic books in the Old Covenant. Mm -hmm. And one out of the historic books, historic books, one chapter, poetic books, one chapter, prophecy, one chapter. That mm. covers the Old Testament. New Testament, it's one out of the Gospels, one out of Acts or Revelation. So when I finish Acts, I'll jump to Revelation. And when I finish Re Revelation, I'll jump back to Acts. Mm, I see. And this is my reading plan. And then one out of the epistles. Yeah. And if you do that, folks, guess what? It won't take you very long to figure out who the Brians are. Mm. That's good. That's good. Turn off the sitcom and open your Bible. <laughs> Unfortunately, we spend too much time watching a lot of nonsense instead of balancing temporal things of this world, like you said last time, brother, and not even opening up our scriptures, brother. I bet yeah. we can find many, many Bibles in so-called Christian homes that probably have a good layer of dust in them. Yes, 
because those Bibles are not opened. Those Bibles are not even moved from one position to the next or from one area to the other. That's, uh, that, and it's, that dust is getting old, brother. It's probably yeah. been on there since 1970. <laughs> that dust is it's, it's feeling some of the aches and pains of an old person now. Now, let me ask you a question. Is listening to sermons, listening to, you know, YouTube videos, clips of sermons, listening at church, uh, listening uh, in a Sunday school class, is that enough? No. So what no. what is what is the Christian's uh, uh, um, uh, um, duty? Well, yeah, there's duty, and then there's survival. Right. Do you want to survive? Well, guess what? You're in a spiritual battle, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year. You're only going to fight that battle for one hour on Sunday morning and the rest of the week, let the enemy have, have the uh, higher high ground, take territory. You fight that battle every moment of every day. That means you better have a Christ mindset in everything you do. Mm -hmm. Only way you're going to have that, if, if you're in prayer and scripture every day, you've got to continually renew your mind every day. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. Because our minds are being bombarded with toxic information and toxic um, psychological warfare every day and toxic spiritual attacks on our mind and our soul every day. Well, if you're not bringing up your sword and fighting the battle, the word of God is the sword. Faith is the shield, right? I mean, remember the, the, Paul used the Roman soldiers, um, in, in his breastplate and his sword and his helmet as an example of this, trying to explain this to people, and people still don't get it. You're in a war. He was, Paul was saying, you're in a war. You're born into this world. You're in a war. You get born again and become a believer. The war just got intense. You went from being, um, you know, on the back, you know, back at the base uh, having a party to being in the heat of battle. You become a believer. You're in the heat of battle. You you better act like a soldier. Do your spiritual push-ups. Yep. Do your conditioning. Practice with your sword. You, you know, get that shield up to block the incoming blow. Right? Right. Well, how do you do that? Prayer and scripture every day. Here's another way you do it. Turn the garbage off. The mainstream media news, it's not going to get you anywhere. You don't need to take the all of the world's problems and put it on your shoulder. Only thing it's going to do is put a heavy weight of depression down upon you. 
We're not designed for that. And that's all the news does. 24-hour news of a bunch of depressing garbage. Well, the, that's the world. We're in a fallen world. Well, what do we do? We skip out of this world and we put our mind and our soul and our heart in the next one. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? We connect to God. How do we do that? Prayer. Read the scriptures. His divine revelation to us. It cleans our mind out from all of the garbage that's been invaded with through the day. So if you go home and all you do is put on a sitcom, watch the news, and then you say a little ditty prayer at dinner and go to bed, you're a casualty. You're already a casualty on the battlefield, and guess what? Somebody who's been doing their spiritual push-ups and they are prepared for battle, they got to come along now and pull you off the battlefield mm-hmm. and try to patch you up because you're wounded and you just took them out of the fight. Did you think about that, folks? So what's your duty? Your duty is to be in the fight. but. If you don't prepare for that duty, if you don't prepare for that fight, guess what? You're not going to survive. You're going to be, you're going to be wounded. Yeah. Three, uh, three soldiers got the Medal of Honor this week, brother. Did you hear about that? Oh, I did not. Well, because it's not really going to be mentioned, right? Because, you know, right now it's all about was, uh, the Omicron and, you know. Yeah, that, that stuff gets <laughs> It It was in the Epoch, Epoch News. Okay. And they were... Now, they were prepared for the fight. It's was out of Afghanistan, I think. All three of them were in Afghanistan. Um, and all three of them were, I think, were special forces. And they were all three wounded. Two of them, it was given posthumously. They, they died in battle. One of them survived, and he came and he received it uh, uh, from the president, uh, supposedly the president, um, <laughs> from Biden. <laughs> Whoever's playing Biden, uh, <laughs> the actor playing Biden gave him a uh, Medal of Honor. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyway, they were they were wounded in battle, all three of them. I mean, wounded, really wounded. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They still stayed in the fight, engaged mm-hmm. the enemy in firefights, and pulled other wounded soldiers out of the battle. Got them onto the helicopter and got them going off to uh to medical treatment wow they stayed in the fight even though they were they were wounded themselves they were rescuing other wounded and getting them out of the battlefield and still killing the enemy in the process Mm. medal of honor yeah that's amazing that's amazing and those are the stories that we should be hearing more than this craziness that we get to hear every day, brother, <laughs> you know, yeah. before, I mean, just think about it. I mean, I can, I mean, I can go as far back as the mid eighties that I, you know, I can remember, you know, and at least for me during that time, it's, uh, you know, the shuttle going up to Mars, you know, things like that. They were like, they made the news. That was the news we were looking for, whether in the newspaper or on the nightly news. Right. 
you know, yeah. heroism, you know, where there was somebody that, you know, uh, was a hero because they, they helped someone, you know, from being kidnapped, you know, those kind of stories. Now it's like they are hidden. It's like you can you won't find them right away in front of the news, you know, like the, the, the flash news flash, you know, breaking news. No. Yeah. So how, how do you how do you, if you're a globalist elite and you want to control the world, how do you do it? Well, you, you do it through mass psychosis. How do you do mass yep. psychosis? Mm-hmm. Well, you, I, first of all, you got to isolate people. Well, that began with cell phones. Long before COVID, people were isolating. Right. With their face dug in, into the screen of their cell phones and their ear pods in their ear. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they were beginning to isolate. And then the next thing, once you get them used to isolating and not really communicating with each other, you bring a crisis in, like yeah. like a, a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So then you bring in the fear. And then once you have the isolation and the fear, the depression starts setting in and you've got there you're starting to break them down you're breaking their will down you're breaking right. their resolve down to fight against you and pretty soon you have obedient subjects that just do whatever you say no matter how ignorant and r- ridiculous it is mm-hmm. like even though you've had both even though you're fully vaccinated you've had both shots and hundred thousand boosters uh, you still need to wear your mask when you go to see the family on Christmas and isolate six six feet away from each other, and oh, and get tested that morning and make sure you're not sick with anything. Yeah, uh, that's not health. That's not science. That's not about protecting people. That's about controlling people. Mm-hmm. That's about controlling society. Mm. That's conditioning to get them to obey you, no matter how ridiculous what you're telling them to do is. Mm. And so pretty soon the government says jump and they say, how high? Jump off that cliff. Okay, how far out should I jump? Conditioning, mental conditioning. And that's what we're seeing. Some of these people that are the zombie apocalypse is really here, brother. It's just that the zombies. <laughs> that's a great people, point. <laughs> yeah, it's just that the zombies are the ones that have been mentally conditioned by the mass psychosis put out by the government and the health departments and so forth, so on, so on, and so on. Mm, and you know, you, like I said, you, that's a great point you made there. The the, the the biggest, I guess, another thing that grinds my gears is it's that as many Christians fall for it, bro. Many Christians fall for that. And they're the ones that are walking just like zombies, the zombie apocalypse out there. They're fearing for their life when as Christians, you know, besides having discernment and being wise, man, our hope is in our Lord Jesus Christ, whom... Through him, the church is victorious already. What do we got to worry about? Hello? Right. But exactly. unfortunately, that's what happens when we don't have good pastors in our pulpits. We or, doctrine or, and theology, you know, it just doesn't, it's not helping any the, the yeah. Christian. 
Yeah, well, I mean, that's the church is defeated as soon as you can't hug your brother, you can't be close to them, you can't help them, you can't, you can't do the normal things that Christians are supposed to do for each other and mm. fellowship and in helping and in, in coming together for worship. As soon as that stuff is broken down, the church is dead. Mm. It's done. The spirit is gone. Yeah, yeah. And the people have been mentally conditioned and getting them back to where they were before is really, really difficult. And you know what, brother, what comes to mind is why did the apostle Paul wrote those letters to those churches? And the reason why he wrote it to them and the way he did, obviously it's inspired by the Holy spirit, but because of the importance of staying together through Christ Right. His accomplished work. Right. You know, he sent those letters to the churches in the New Testament, right? And right. there's a reason why he was doing that. And now it's like, people, there's a reason why we have to read these letters and put our faith and trust in the Lord and nothing else. Right. But what's so, happened, they bought into the lie that mm -hmm. this, the, this imaginary virus, which nobody's been able to isolate. Mm-hmm. Because it's a bioweapon, it's not a virus. Um, it's it, What I mean by that, it's not a natural virus. Yeah. It's an engineered whatever it is. I mean, it's a, it, you could probably call it an engineered virus mm -hmm. of some sort, but not a natural one. Anyway, <clears throat> it wasn't a, as effective a killing people as I'm sure the elites wanted it to be. So what they do, they came up with a vaccine that would be even more effective at killing people. Mm. But they convinced the people first that the boogie monster was the virus. Yeah. was COVID, right? And to be very, very, very afraid of this thing. And it's all mind manipulation. And so People are convinced that if you don't wear a mask, you're murdering people because you're giving people COVID and it's killing them. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, they've, yeah. Actually, they've actually bought into that narrative. And, yeah, it's it's insane that people actually bought into that. Yeah. But people are not street smart. That's the part of the problem. Yep. No, exactly. And as a Christian, I mean, you're called unloving. You're being unloving because, you know, you're not loving your neighbor, but putting your mask on and getting the vaccine, you know. But, uh, yeah, last time I checked in scripture, uh, that's not what uh, loving your neighbor is. <laughs> no, not even close. Not even close. So you're being unloving if you don't isolate from your brother and you don't, uh, you know, shut down. And you don't. <clears throat> How are you going to help your brother if you're. You know, you can't even see your facial expressions. You can't even see each other's face mm -hmm. communicating, right? Mm -hmm. You can't give your brother a hug when they're hurting. You can't sit with them and comfort them when they're in need. You can't fellowship with them. I mean, how is that loving your brother? Mm -hmm. They've got it flipped on its head. They're completely wrong on this. They've got it flipped around the other way. They're calling good evil evil good when they do that. Right. Don't wear a mask. You're not loving your brother. 
Okay, you just called evil good and good evil. That's what you just did. <laughs> yep, yep. <clears throat> you know, I mean, it, it's infuriating that these, and it's coming from certain prominent celebrity pastors. Oh, yeah. Is what's happening. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the people who are their zombie followers, um, because, they, you know, they're bigger than Christ, I guess, um, mm-hmm. they just believe everything they say. And they just swallow it right down. And there you go. And folks, yeah. how do you know these folks are not a plant? Right. To infiltrate the church. We know that Washington, D.C. has been completely infiltrated by the Communist Chinese Party. Oh, you haven't figured that one out either? Folks, come on. we got to get out of our, stu- our stupor, our mm-hmm. drunken stupor. And get sober and, and figure out what's going on. Yeah, the Chinese Communist Party owns Washington right now. If you haven't figured that out, well, if we don't even know who our enemy is or how to fight the war, then, you know, I guess we just lay down our arms and surrender. <laughs> I guess so, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is, it's insane. Yeah, no, it yeah. is, brother. It is. Anyway. But uh, the good thing that God is victorious. People, the church is victorious. Even with what's going on right now, we got to continue to put our faith and trust in the Lord. Let's celebrate Christmas for the real reason that is the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ. And celebrate with your family, celebrate with your church family, go to your Christmas Eve services and and just worship the Lord. You know, uh, read the scriptures. You know, it's just a great thing during this time because this is the most loving time. Uh, I talk about loving your neighbor, it's sharing the good news. Of the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ, brother, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And if you do all that, you'll drive Fauci up the wall. You'll drive him crazy. And and all of his cronies. You'll drive them all crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff, brother. All right. Uh, You going to grind my gears, brother? uh, Actually, no. I'm going to give you a break this time. Man. I'm going to let you enjoy. I'm going to let you enjoy the weekend. But uh, wow. I, I won't, I won't, I can't promise you that I won't grind your gears on the next one. That's for sure. But I just got to ask you something, brother. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> you got a fever? <laughs> you know, man, I might be under the weather a little bit. <laughs> Take your temperature today. Are you doing all right? I know, right? You're like, wait a minute. What, what's this? No, no, no gear grinding? Yeah, you were ready. To, you were ready to put on some armor, huh? <laughs> I, was, I was ready to go to town. <laughs> yeah. You're going to pull out the little uh, container of oil on the ground. <laughs> so you didn't miss the one that I saw a little bit before this podcast, where there was a. Uh, I don't. I didn't. I don't know if I have it. I don't think I have it up on my screen here anywhere. But there was a transvestite that was doing story hour for a, a church. For oh yeah, kids. it was another. Um, was it Luther? I think it was a Luther, uh, Lutheran church. Lutheran, yeah. Yeah, I, it was a Lutheran wanna, church. I didn't they, want to say Methodist because I didn't think it was giant Methodist this time. It was a different. No, I think we did the Methodist yeah. last time. Yeah. I, I saw this one where it was the um, uh, the Lutheran church that allowed, uh, I think it was, uh, um, what do they call it? Uh, um, uh, anyways, they would read story hour and they had a. Uh, a trans or what they call it a, uh, a drag drag queen, drag queen. That's, that's what it was, was. a drag, drag queen, queen reading story time 
And uh, but see, the we know the Lutheran Church. I mean, they're, they're the majority of it. Yeah, the majority of it. That they're so woke. It's not even funny. So that's part of their wokeness right there. But there are some members of the Lutheran Church that are extremely conservative. And they are coming unglued, brother, when it came to oh, that. Oh, I bet they are. <laughs> they're, they're saying, what a drag, man. <laughs> <laughs> what a drag. So don't, so don't let it be said that we don't pick on all denominations equally. Oh, we, yeah. No, we, no, no. We, we are equal opportunity denomination pickers. Yeah. We're equally racist against all uh, denominations. <laughs> yes, there you go. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but besides, sure. no, brother, no, no, not granting egress this time. I, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a little break. Uh, anything you want to say before we call it out? I got nothing else, brother. I, I may, I, which we brought was, you know, the reason for the season uh, approaching uh, Christmas, you know, that's, Mainly my my thing. I started thinking about it, you know, especially this past weekend as, you know, we started singing some of our uh, Christmas songs. I've never been a big fan of Christmas songs. I'll, I'll admit that. I've never been a fan. There's maybe a couple songs that I really, really love. The lyrics to me, they're, they're amazing. But the last sets that we put together and I, I ended up ch uh, uh, changing the progression of the music to make it a little bit my own and the impact as you know practicing and singing these songs just made me think more about you know the incarnation of jesus christ and the real reason why we gather and the time we spend with our families is mainly because we're grateful and thankful for that perfect plan that god had in place for his son to come into this world and uh, yeah it's just it's not convicting but more of a man i need to focus more on this season and why is the reason yes we enjoy giving gifts to our children and loved ones but the main reason you know in the focus is jesus christ so that was i'm glad we covered that that's uh, good stuff brother but uh, no i got nothing else to add how about you if not then brother let's close it out I got a full fire hose, but I don't think we're going to hit our audience with that. So we'll end it here. Uh, it's already Sounds good. Uh, we've, we've already, we've already, uh, it's too much already. <laughs> we unloaded. <laughs> we unloaded, we unloaded, we unloaded the, the 50 cal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, brother. So it's always good to see you every week. And, likewise. Uh, likewise. Yeah. All right, I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and do it. All right. So remember, folks, remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. And we'll see you at the next podcast. And we'll catch you on the flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, I wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I uh, also want to thank uh, our church, uh, our friends, and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to encourage, be encouraged about. Thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to have in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Uh, we will talk to you soon. 
more episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you.